one minute. It's a new day. This is day number 49. Seven weeks. 49. Wow. Seven weeks. A lot happens in seven weeks. Yeah, that's longer than I knew Hannah before we got married. Yeah, see? Look at that. Mm Mm-hmm. Learn things new every day. That's day right. 49, we're in the book of Leviticus. I yes. know by now it is your favorite book. Well, yeah. A lot of good stuff in here. A lot of great stuff. All kinds of stuff. Some hard stuff. Learning a lot of new words. Yeah. And new animals. <laughs> the hyrax. And a lot of cleaning. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. yeah, so where have we been? Well, we talked a lot about uh, sort of the idea of clean and unclean, uh, skin diseases, and then the unfortunate... Uh, conversation, kind of the talk of yeah. bodily discharges. So we're moving forward from that uncleanness into what I would say is a passage about cleanness. And so we will pick up today in Leviticus 16, headlined, The Day of Atonement. Mm-hmm. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of Aaron's two sons who died after they entered the Lord's presence and burned the wrong kind of fire before him. The Lord said to Moses, warn your brother Aaron not to enter the most holy place behind the inner curtain whenever he chooses. If he does, he will die. For the ark's cover, the place of atonement is there. And I myself am present in the cloud above the atonement cover. When Aaron enters the sanctuary area, he must follow these instructions fully. He must bring a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He must put on his linen tunic and the linen undergarments worn next to his body. Hmm. He must tie the linen sash around his waist and put the linen turban on his head. These are sacred garments, so he must bathe himself in water before he puts them on. Aaron must take from the community of Israel... Two male goats for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. Then he must take the two male goats and present them to the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. He is to cast sacred lots to determine which goat will be reserved as an offering to the Lord and which will carry the sins of the people to the wilderness of Azazel. Aaron will then present as a sin offering the goat chosen by Lot for the Lord. The other goat, the scapegoat chosen by Lot to be sent away, will be kept alive standing before the Lord. When it is sent away to Azazel in the wilderness, the people will be purified and made right with the Lord. Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. After he has slaughtered the bulls as a sin offering, he'll fill an incense burner with burning coals from the altar that stands before the Lord. Then he'll take two handfuls of fragrant powdered incense and will carry the burner and the incense behind the inner curtain. There in the Lord's presence, he will put the incense on the burning coals so that a cloud of incense will rise over the ark's cover. The place of atonement that rests on the ark of the covenant. If he follows these instructions, he will not die. Then he must take some of the blood of the bull, dip his finger in it, and sprinkle it on the east side of the atonement cover. He must sprinkle blood seven times with his finger in front of the atonement cover. Then Aaron must slaughter the first goat as a sin offering for the people and carry its blood behind the inner curtain. 
There he will sprinkle the goat's blood over the atonement cover and in front of it, just as he did with the bull's blood. Through this process, he will f purify the most holy place, and he will do the same for the entire tabernacle because of the defiling sin and rebellion of the Israelites. No one else is allowed inside the tabernacle when Aaron enters it for the purification ceremony in the most holy place. No one may enter until he comes out again after purifying himself, his family, and all the congregation of Israel, making them right with the Lord. Then Aaron will come out to purify the altar that stands before the Lord. He will do this by taking some of the blood from the bull and the goat and putting it on each of the horns of the altar. Then he must sprinkle the blood with his finger seven times over the altar. In this way, he will cleanse it from Israel's defilement and make it holy. When Aaron has finished purifying the most holy place in the tabernacle and the altar, he must present the live goat. He will lay both of his hands on the goat's head and confess over it all the wickedness, rebellion, and sins of the people of Israel. In this way, he will transfer the people's sins to the head of the goat. Then a man specially chosen for the task will drive the goat into the wilderness. As the goat goes into the wilderness, it will carry all the people's sins upon itself into a desolate land. When Aaron goes back into the tabernacle, he must take off the linen garments he was wearing when he entered the most holy place. He must leave the garments there. Then he must bathe himself with water in a sacred place, put on his regular garments, and go out to sacrifice a burnt offering for himself and a burnt offering for the people. Through this process, he will purify himself and the people, making them right with the Lord. He must burn all the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The man chosen to drive the scapegoat into the wilderness of Azazel must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. Then he may return to the camp. The bull and the goat presented as sin offerings, whose blood Aaron takes into the most holy place for the purification ceremony, will be carried outside the camp. The animal's hides, internal organs, and dung are all to be burned. The man who burns them must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water before returning to the camp. On the tenth day of the appointed month in early autumn, you must deny yourselves. Neither native-born Israelites nor foreigners living among you may do any kind of work. This is a permanent law for you. On that day, offerings of purification will be made for you, and you will be purified in the Lord's presence from all your sins. It will be a Sabbath day of complete rest for you, and you must deny yourselves. This is a permanent law for you. In future generations, the purification ceremony will be performed by the priest who has been anointed and ordained to serve as high priest in the place of his ancestor Aaron. He will put on the holy linen garments and purify the most holy place, the tabernacle, the altar, the priests, and the entire congregation. This is a permanent law for you to purify the people of Israel from their sins, making them right with the Lord once each year. Moses followed all these instructions exactly as the Lord had commanded him. Leviticus chapter 17, Prohibitions Against Eating Blood. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to Aaron and his sons and all the people of Israel. This is what the Lord has commanded. If any native Israelite sacrifices a bull or a lamb or a goat anywhere inside or outside the camp, instead of bringing it to the entrance of the tabernacle to present it as an offering to the Lord, that person will be as guilty as a murderer. Mm -hmm. Such a person has shed blood and will be cut off from the community. The purpose of this rule is to stop the Israelites from sacrificing animals in the open fields. It will ensure that they bring their sacrifices to the priest that at the entrance of the tabernacle so he can present them to the Lord as peace offerings. Then the priest will be able to spatter the blood 
against the Lord's altar at the entrance of the tabernacle, and he will burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The people must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord by offering sacrifices to the goat idols. This is a permanent law for them to be observed from generation to generation. Give them this command as well. If any native Israelite or foreigner living among you offers a burnt offering or a sacrifice, but does not bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle to offer it to the Lord, that person will be cut off from the community. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you eats or drinks blood in any form, I will turn against that person and cut him off from the community of your people, for the life of the body is in its blood." I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, neither you nor the foreigners living among you. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you goes hunting and kills an animal or bird and that is approved for eating, he must drain his blood and cover it with earth. The life of every creature is in its blood. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, for the life of any creature is in its blood. Oh. So whoever consumes blood will be cut off from the community. And if any native-born Israelites or foreigners eat the meat of an animal that died naturally or was torn up by wild animals, they must wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. They will remain ceremonially unclean until evening, but then they will be clean. But if they do not wash their clothes and bathe themselves, they will be punished for their sin. Leviticus chapter 18, forbidden sexual practices. Then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. I'm the Lord, your God. So do not act like the people in Egypt where you used to live or like the people of Canaan where I'm taking you. You must not imitate their way of life. You must obey all my regulations and be careful to obey my decrees for I am the Lord, your God. If you obey my decrees and my regulations, you will find life through them. I am the Lord. You must never have sexual relations with a close relative, for I am the Lord. Do not violate your father by having sexual relations with your mother. She is your mother. You must not have sexual relations with her. Do not have sexual relations with any of your father's wives, for this would violate your father. Do not have any sexual relations with your sister or half-sister, whether she is your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, whether she was born into your household or somebody else's. Do not have sexual relations with your granddaughter, for she is your son's daughter, or violate your daughter's daughter, for this would violate yourself. Do not have sexual relations with your stepsister, the daughter of any of your father's wives, for she is your sister. Do not have sexual relations with your father's sister, for she is your father's close relative. Do not have sexual relations with your mother's sister, for she is your mother's close relative. Do not violate your uncle, your father's brother, by having sexual relations with his wife, for she is your aunt. Do not have sexual relations with your daughter-in-law, she is your son's wife, so you must not have sexual relations with her. Do not have sexual relations with your brother's wife, for this would violate your brother. Do not have sexual relations with both a woman and her daughter, and do not take her granddaughter, whether her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter, and have sexual relations with her. They are close relatives, and this would be a wicked act. While your wife is living, do not marry her sister and have sexual relations with her, for they would be rivals. Do not have sexual relations with a woman during her period of menstrual impurity. Do not defile yourself by having sexual intercourse with your neighbor's wife. Do not permit any of your children to be offered as a sacrifice to Molech, for you must not bring shame on the name of your God. I am the Lord. 
Do not practice homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. A man must not defile himself by having sex with an animal. And a woman must not offer herself to a male animal to have intercourse with it. This is a perverse act. Do not defile yourselves in any of these ways, for the people I am driving out before you have defiled themselves in all these ways. Because the entire land has become defiled, I am punishing the people who live there. I will cause the land to vomit them out. You must obey all my decrees and regulations. You must not commit any of these detestable sins. This applies both to native-born Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. All these detestable activities are practiced by the people of the land where I'm taking you. And this is how the land has become defiled. So do not defile the land and give it a reason to vomit you out, as it will vomit out the people who live there now. Whoever commits any of these detestable sins will be cut off from the community of Israel. So obey my instructions and do not defile yourselves by committing any of these detestable practices that were committed by the people who lived in the land before you. I am the Lord, your God. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. Yeah. That was Leviticus 16, 17, and 18. Sure was. And uh, uh, we try to answer after every reading, uh, so what? Like, what does this mean to me today? All these things we're talking about. Yeah. And then we tackle where's Jesus in this. I think Jesus is <laughs> all over the place in Leviticus. Um mm-hmm. But the so what is 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 interesting today, um, man. I think you know when he goes through the whole sexual practices, forbidding of sexual practices. You know, and he covers all kinds. He runs the gamut. Yeah, you could put probably throw a lot more. I mean, when Jesus came around, he said you can't even lust. You know, after yeah, a he woman. raised the bar big time. Yeah, 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 big time. So we have all these little you know, things here that are big. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But a lot of this perversity is going on today in, in offering your kids to Molech, you know, really was, you know, a very sexual thing, uh, a, a very uh, disgraceful, terrible thing that they did back in the day as a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we do many of that stuff today, even though we think, oh, that's terrible. It's just crazy. But I think the idea here is to stay free from sexual sin yep. in any capacity whatsoever. And, and, and this, is, this is prominent throughout Leviticus, is to be holy as he is holy. Right. Yeah. And that means identifying these, these sins. In this case, the, so what today is sexual sins, you know, pornography, lusting, adultery, mm-hmm. w- watching shows, you know, that have things in it that's going to take you down a path that you shouldn't go down. Mm-hmm make your mind wander or think or look at or expose your eyes and ears to things that um, you should be exposed to. Um, and so it's just, I think the idea, the big idea today, the takeaway today is, is, is kind of evaluate your life now. And is there anything you're doing now in the area of sexual sin that you need to, number one, confess, number two, turn from, and number three, come up with a plan yeah. that you're going to be free from it. You know, so... Uh, you know, I've talked about maybe we've talked about a bounce in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, about that. Yeah. Uh, on my phone, I you know because it's with me all the time. I have a um, there's a program that that sends my uh, wife any website I might go to. Oh, nice. That would be questionable. <laughs> so her getting that email would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. So I don't do it. 
but stuff like that's very helpful. Yeah. Um, just take it very seriously. Sex is a big part of um, of who we are and who God is, and He made it for for good. And Satan always takes what's good and and twists it and deceives and and gets us to mm-hmm. to use it for bad. So and that's what's happening in our culture today. So if you need help with anything like that. Please feel free to reach out. Yeah, Number one, sure. we can pray. Number two, we can try to give you some resources to help you with any type of sexual sin. Even the little bitty stuff will become big if you don't deal with it today. Yeah. So men, reach out to us. Women, find a person that you trust that you can reach out to as well. I think crossing that line of uh, gender when you're trying to deal with sexual <laughs> sin is probably not wise. Um, I would also add to that, Chip, just the importance of this. That God is giving them laws that protect their community, yeah. right? And, you know, think about that in our mm-hmm. communities, in, uh, in our schools, yeah. in our churches, uh, just how sexual immorality has just invaded and it just creeps in every little, yeah. you know, crevice it can get into. And it just, man, it destroys communities, you know, and it destroys churches and families and schools marriages. and marriages. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so I would just say, you know, not only, I don't know, so not, not just that, but to really emphasize that this is part of the Levitical law, the priesthood law, um, as it goes out to the nation of Israel. So where is Jesus in this? Man, so you hit one for sure that uh, the Sermon on the Mount, raising the bar thing. But as we go through Leviticus, I really just want to keep reiterating, Christ is the priest Christ is the sacrifice, and Christ is the recipient. And by fulfilling all three of those roles, Christ is the atonement, mm. um, the at-one-ment. I heard you say it too. Uh, uh, the atonement of what happens between man and God at the moment of our salvation. He is every aspect of it. He became sin for us. He is the sacrifice. He's the priest that offers himself, and he's the God to whom we need reconciliation. Yeah. So Jesus, he is still the ultimate fulfillment of every one of these roles. And don't get sick of hearing it. That is the way that Leviticus becomes truly powerful in the life of the believer is when we see how Jesus fulfills these roles, all of them, in such a mighty way as we go through. So that whole Day of Atonement thing... Oh sure. man, like that is just such a beautiful picture of the uh, what we can walk in every day. It really is. I do have a question. Let's go. We don't really do that. Okay, do let's this. go. This is our first time. Yeah. Can you speak to the scapegoat? Yeah. So right. So how fascinating is it that uh, again Jesus takes both roles, right? So he yeah. became the sacrifice, but also the scapegoat. So when we talk about the scapegoat, uh, the big theological word is propitiation and propitiation is simply the appeasement of God's wrath Mm -hmm. and so uh, it's not simply enough in you know according to Levitical law and the overarching voice of scripture it's not simply enough that a sacrifice be made rather God's wrath itself has to be appeased and so that's where we see the scapegoat leaving to exile you know and there's a lot of people send it out yeah it's gone never come back and it never comes back and so there are a lot of people I was about to hit on this a lot of people that say uh you know and I think it can be very well justified by scripture that you know when 
Christ took our sin and carried away never to be never to come back as far as the east is from the west has been a big part of my personal reading lately sure. um, that he actually descended into hell not as a punishment but to go there to declare victory Amen. but with him there goes our sin and there it stays mm. right and then he mm. comes back so there's people that mm. that follow that theological thinking too but yeah the scapegoat propitiation the appeasement of God's wrath all it takes is for the right uh, sacrifice the right goat to take our sin and carry it away, never to come back. So, well, good. Well, thank very you. wonderful. Thank you guys for joining us today. So good. So proud of you. Share this with friends and family. Get it out there. This is the, the we're we're walking through the um, the tough stuff, but it's good. Stay with us. So Stick good. to it. Yep. All right. Stick to it. We'll All see right. You tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye.